You are listening to Doc Watson's Boxing Update in association with Primal Radio. Are you not entertained? First of all, I'd like to thank everybody for turning up for the press conference and I hope everybody enjoyed the fight as much as I did. This fight lived up to the hype. You know, many times we've seen fights being promoted and um, they talk a good game. You know, they got the hype going and then when you get in the fight, it's... It's not as hype as the, the talking was, but in this fight, it actually was. You know, we did a great promotion. I think we both did a great promotion, and um, the fight lived up to it, you know. I don't know anybody who knocked out 39 or 40 opponents then rematched the one he went the distance with and knocked him out. He's a fearsome puncher for sure, very much so. But I've got a fighting spirit, a fighting heart, and, you know, God is with me. So if God is with you, who can be against you? And I'm very thankful that we both got out of the ring in one piece. The fans win. The fans win in this one. You know, this was a hell of a fight to really just determine who's the best in the heavyweight division. And the heavyweight division is just on fire right now. You know, I think, that, I think this takes it even more farther um, to the top. I should have won the fight, but I'm not going to complain. It was what it was. I come away, I'm on away soil. But what disappointed me was the British judge. I don't know what fight he was watching. I think the British Boxing Board of Control need to have a word with him. I didn't feel I needed that round. We just wanted to, to as a champion, f- finish in great fashion. And that's why I was trying to turn it up. Because my, my trainer was telling me, like, all right, let's go. This is champion. You know, we know 12 round, 12, 11 and 12 is championship rounds. And if I'm sitting back, you can't be too naive to sit back and just really just think you're ahead, you know, some, at, some, at, at, at times. Because you just never know what the judges is looking at as well, too. So sometimes you just got to, as the champion, you got to be the aggressor. Sometimes sometimes you just got to up the pace a little bit or, or try to do a little bit more to to get you in head of the score or whatever. I, I didn't think I was down at all, you know, especially after those two knockdowns. You know, I thought it sealed the deal. Do you know what about it was? That. I was telling my brothers so, and my family to keep quiet. There was about 8,000 travelers and, and Brits have come from around the world, 10,000. They probably would have smashed this arena up if I'd have instigated it. I mean to the floor. Uh, I don't know how he got up, though. <laughs> and I don't know why they ain't started to count earlier. You know, but, well, I mean, we don't make no excuses. I started overthrowing my, my, uh, my right hand because I really wanted to get him out of there. Overshooting. It felt like he had baby oil on him too. He was slippery, you know. Um, how did I get up from the knockdowns? I don't know. I had a, uh, a holy hand upon me tonight and brought me sure. back. And I got a good fighting spirit and, you know, I never say die. I get back up and, you know, even in the 12th round when I got knocked down heavy, I got back up and probably won the round. Cause I really thought I had him out of there because I follow, I follow back. I, I hit him with the right hand and follow with the left hook. Everyone knows I got heavy hands and I hit hard. And I seen, I literally seen this man's eyes rolling in the back of his head. And I seen Jack on the ground with him, checking him. I'm like, it's over. You know, only God knows how he got back up. The lineal heavyweight champion of the world, they ain't just going to lay down because they got punched in the face and knocked down. We get back up and fight. I'm not the lineal champion for nothing. And this is the first time. Every time a lineal heavyweight champion has come back from years out of the ring, he's been destroyed. So I set a precedent tonight. I think I'm the first one to come back and do well. You know, with styles, that's, that's what makes boxing so unique, make it so special, because you want to mix this style against this style. 
And if you want to, if and if styles make great fights, why criticize it? You know, I know my style, and I know what it is, and it ain't, it's not going nowhere. I wasn't fighting for myself. And when I was down, it wasn't. I wasn't just down on that campus in round twelve for me and my family. I was. De- I was representing everybody who suffers around the world. I had to get up. I couldn't stay down. I had to get up and show that you can continue and you can carry on, and anything is possible. Me and Fury put on a hell of a performance tonight. I'd love to go back into a rematch, or I'd love to fight Joshua. So I think I'm in a win-win situation. You know, I know what the fans want, and I'm I'm with the fans as well too. You know, I'm a warrior. I'm a fighter. This is what I do. We're going to see what we do next. And you guys will know. No wonder AJ didn't want no part of that right hand. <laughs> he can't move like me. He'd have been nailed. I stood up for my country. I stood up for my people, my pride, my family name. And I represented the United Kingdom and Ireland tonight. And I've done it well. I'm proud. And I just want to say that I am a true bread fighting man. Primal Radio. We are back with uh, Tom. What's up, buddy? And we have our resident boxing expert, Doc Watson. What's up, gentlemen? That's good, hey good, guys. good. D- disappointing that the fight was like not a lot happened, so we probably won't be able to get, get much out of this one. Oh, yeah, <laughs> there's, there's a lot going on. So first of all, if I may, I'm going to jump. As I thought, the decision was ridiculous. And, and this is pervasive in boxing. Now, we talked about this a couple weeks ago about the U.S. Excuse me. The amateur boxing gap, but maybe not being the Olympics because the judging and so on and so forth, right? It ties all in, and I'm going to tie it into last night. I went into Philadelphia. I had four fighters fight in Philadelphia last night. We had three victories and one loss. Really pretty impressive. I'm willing to take a loss. I have no problem with that. My one guy absolutely won two of the three rounds. It was a ridiculous fucking decision, and it leads to what are these judges watching? It's pervasive in the sport. Anyway. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> Boys, I don't know what they're watching, but they're not watching the same as the rest oh, of us. No. That was a great fight. I mean, oh, just like, I don't know, man. I was actually, I was a bit choked, really, kind of watching what I watched unfold because to see what Tyson Fury has overcome, right. what that guy has been through, and what he's done to go in there and box the way he boxed for 12 rounds. You know, he boxed so energetically, fainting and weaving and moving, and he took the play away from Wilder. He really, he really controlled every round apart from the two rounds he was knocked down. I mean, you might argue, first was a little difficult to split. Maybe he could give Wilder the second. Some of the rounds were close. But Fury was winning those rounds. I mean, it was his fight. How the hell he got up off the canvas in the 12th round, Amazing. I mean, is going to be the stuff of folklore. It, it, he actually right. he thought they were just going to pull the gum shield out of his mouth and, disp- and just dispense right. with the count, not even bother with the count. He looked so gone for about three seconds. <laughs> and then just, he was. And then he got up. It was unbelievable. Just amazing. I've, I, I, I thought Fury boxed brilliantly, really. I mean, you got to consider, right? You forget this. That's only Tyson Fury's second world title fight. You know, his right. first title fight was against Klitschko. I know, it's crazy. In, it's like his second fight in over three years. It's, oh, 
barring the, the comeback sparring matches. And it's just nuts. And he boxed out of his skin. So the result sucks, to, to be frank. But, <laughs> it does. but the fight itself, in some ways, maybe is good for boxing because it was a good fight, I think. It was a very good fight. I think Fury is now like the people's champion. <laughs> oh, is, without a doubt. So like I said in my blog that I put up yesterday, you know, if I go back a couple of years when he fought Klitschko, people were saying, oh, this guy, if he wins the title, it's going to be so embarrassing, you know, because you know, <laughs> Fury, was, yeah. Fury was a bit, you know, outspoken and not to everyone's cup of tea. Now, of you know, he should win BBC Sports Personality of the Year, which is a... A thing that we do in the UK. He probably won't, but he should. (laughs) (laughs) Jim, you were going to say the same thing, right? In in relation to judges, you weren't going to say Wilder was robbed, were you? (laughs) No, it was Fury obviously won the fight despite the knockdowns, which is really unheard of. It was a terrible judging, which I'll break down the, the, the scores. I have the judges' scores, and it's shocking. Doc, did you keep a score tally? Did you write your scores down personally? I did not. But I know what I felt, but I will go over that in like five minutes and that. But that, look, you got to give Fury all the credit in the world. He, like, as Doc says, he fought tremendously, overcame a tremendous adversity in his life from uh, depression and drugs and suicide and, and to come back and perform like it's a Rocky story. It's a real life, you know, living Rocky story that, to do that. Right. Uh, and then to get Rob, and he was a real class act. Now, if you watch the press conferences and Fury had said, he made a comment. We had 10,000 Irish and travelers over here. We could have tore this place up, right? And that he, you know, he could have incited that, which I believe to be true. And we, you know, how you yeah. know, the, rab- the rabid fans could be in any sport, quite honestly, especially over in your part of the world. They're getting a little nuts. But uh, and he was very gracious in his, uh, not defeat, but in his uh, acceptance of what I believe was a terrible decision. They they had this fight. They had the score, uh, one fifteen one eleven for Wilder, one fourteen one twelve for Fury, and then one thirteen one thirteen. Doc, what did you have? Did you anything similar? Or are you? So I I kept a tab in my head. I watched the fight in the pub. <laughs> it was yeah. absolutely packed. It was the busiest I've seen it. It was a raucous atmosphere. It wasn't the place to sort of sit there with my pen. I, th- I think it, I think I had it one fifteen one eleven. Is it one fifteen one twelve? So I did have a few beers while I was watching the fight. I must confess. Basically, I gave Wilder the two rounds with the knockdowns and um, and one other round, yeah. which I think was the second. Did you score those ten eight? Yeah, I did okay. score them ten eight. To be fair, I, although right. I think that uh, Fury did a very very good job of coming back particularly in the last round, I did score it 10-8. They have to be 10-8, right? They don't actually no. have to be 10-8, no. Um, no, the, the other fighter could come back and knock the other guy down, or he could be knocked down at the start of the round, and he could get up and proceed to dominate the next two and a half minutes. It doesn't have to be, does it, Jim? What would the score be then? If they both got knocked down, would it be like 8-8? <laughs> I don't know. Or it could be 8-8, 9-9. I mean, however they... Okay. It's pretty unusual, to be honest with you. It's not something that you see very often, is it? So, uh, right now, the general rule of thumb is is it's a ten, it's a ten, uh, it's a ten eight. Um, but do you know what? 
screw the scorecards. It's the story of the fight, you know. I mean, it, it was, it's a, a hell of a comeback. I mean, I think Fury is now the heavyweight champion. You know, he was the lineal champion. He never lost that right. in the ring. Um, he's never. come back after over two years out. He's done what he's just done um, with very little preparation. In my eyes, with everything around it, he's the champ, to be frank. And I, I think that I think that the heavyweight landscape just got a whole lot more interesting because him and Wild are doing it again. We'd all love to see that. Fury, Joshua, uh, even Wild and Joshua, they're all very, very intriguing fights all of a sudden, haven't they? Because I think it's a rematch that, we, that we're likely to get served. <laughs> I don't think anyone's complaining based on what we saw tonight. Now, what do you think Joshua's thoughts are on this? What do you, who do you think he would rather fight? I haven't looked on anything from Joshua on online or, or anything right. like that at all. So I don't know what he's kind of saying. But I think that the fighting man in Joshua would think to himself, if that was me, I would have had a bit more success against Fury than Wilder did. Right. And if I'd have put him down, I'd have kept him down. I think that's what he'll think. You know, he's a fighting man. What Eddie Hearn thinks, I think, might be quite different. And I'm not sure that they would fancy it uh, any more than they maybe didn't already. Right. Fury has, without doubt, got the capacity to outbox Joshua quite clinically. Fury's called him a chicken for not taking on the fight. Did he really? Yeah, he said, that, was a, that was the tail end. And, and then he's got... Joshua's been, I guess, dug out a bit by both of them in the, in the post-match press conference. To an extent, Joshua might be... A, well, I don't know if it's the right thing to say, but he could be a bit frozen out here because I think that... Um, I actually think Lee Hearn and whatnot, they were like, this fight, it's a bit of a sideshow. I'll believe it when it happens. And then it was kind of like, oh, well, if it does happen, it's not going to sell out. No one's really interested. Fucking hell, that was a fight. I mean, the rematch would be huge. It could probably sell out a stadium... Um, oh, no doubt. That captured everyone's in interest. It's a, an amazing story there with Fury, who now, you know, has got the people behind him. Now, obviously, Joshua's doing his thing. He's got a fight in April. He's a great champion. And hopefully, we'll, we'll get to see a bit of a merry-go-round between, well, well, between the three right. of them. Well, here's an interesting. So, what happens in the, in the Wilder-Fury rematch? Do you know what? We are talking about that earlier. I mean kind of fascinating because there's a school of thought that says Fury will be better prepared now having gone through that. He might actually take the punches a bit better in the rematch. I mean, sure. it's, uh, it's not really a surprise that he was that he went down, A, because Deontay right. hits really hard because he hasn't been hit on the side of the head for three years kind of thing. So, so in the rematch, Fury might be a bit fitter and a bit better, but then Wilder may also kind of feel like, right, I want to pick this up where I left it off. Got to straighten my shots up a little bit and try not to overreach, but, you know, let them go. So it's a couple of ways it could go, but I fancy Fury in the rematch. I really yeah. do. I, I do too. I don't see Wilder really changing anything up. I don't think he's that kind of fighter. I work with a lot of fighters. And you see guys that their styles are generally always the same. They have their big punch and that's what they their whole uh, – Boxing uh, style is obviously formed around, and for obvious reasons. I, I don't see him really changing anything up. I, I see him actually losing uh, a bad fight to fear, maybe even being knocked out. That's how I would look at it right now. I think you're spot on, really. I mean, I do think that Wilder is the one that has the um, 
opportunity to improve in the sense that he should be kind of learning all the time because his skill set is is lower. But then again, you know, he's 40, is he 41 fights into his career now? I mean, I don't know how much better he's going to get. But Fury can improve in the sense of, have we, have we actually seen the best of Fury? I mean, like I said, he's only had two world title fights. The fights he had before Klitschko didn't really prepare him for it. Suddenly, he's at, he, suddenly he is at this level. And he's know, performing. He's performing to that level. I mean, he was slipping and sliding around the ring. The guy's six foot nine and 256, 260 pounds. I mean, it's, it's quite incredible, really. So, yeah, I think in a rematch, I think Fury stands him on his head a little bit, actually. I think so. I, I think so. Uh, I'd like to see it. Nothing against Wilder, because I, I quite like Wilder as it goes, but uh, I'd like to see it, because I, I want to see this sort of fairy tale ending pan out. In relation to what Wilder said he could do differently, I mean, he, he did say, A, he went headhunting. He was trying to release those big rights to the point where he said he was overextending, hurting his elbow. So really trying to get the knockdown and try and finish things. And he would talk quite interestingly in the press conference about his style and how boxing is, in, is made interesting by the different opposing styles, etc., etc. So I think he did think he, he had a strategy that maybe he didn't 100% stick to and that maybe he felt he could do better given a rematch. Sure. I think with his style, and I have fighters like that, that you say, don't headhunt, don't kill you, and they got great power, and guess what they do? They go, yes, coach. And they go in there and they do whatever the fuck they want. They can't help themselves. You know? I think it is so in his nature to try to kill that guy with that big bomb that it is would take incredible amount of training for him to not be able to do that. He I, might start I, initially to do that, but as soon as that guy gets popped in the nose once, right, it's all bets are off. Fuck this. I'm going back to street fighting. It's nothing you can fix in a 10-week training camp, is it? If you, if you look if you looked at Wilder in the fight, his stance, I mean, his, his elbows are out at a kind of 45-degree <laughs> angle. No. It's kind so of crazy. right hand is cocked. It's, you know, obviously he's like a spider he's so long and you know rangy and and, and, right. and he can and he can get guys out of there with that, with that crazy power that he's got but he would have to do um barring a knockout because you know let's be real right he he did show tonight that he can put fury down so he, you know he could knock fury out in a rematch it's not like it's impossible oh. He would have to do things a lot differently, Tom. He would need to, in my opinion, need to straighten his shots up a bit. I mean, there is a place for these kind of looping, hooking shots, but he was kind of throwing a lot of them. And generally speaking, Tyson could see him coming, you know, quite beautifully, in fact, the way he was, way he was slipping him. So, I don't know. Do you think on the knockdown that the referee started the count a bit later than he should have done? This was one of the accusations made by Wilder. I've watched the fight twice. When I watched it live, I wasn't looking out for anything like that. You know, it was like the whole really sort of like jumped up and was like <gasps> holding their breath kind of, kind of thing and just thinking it was done because he looked like he would be nailed to the canvas. And then even even just now when I watched it, actually, no, I couldn't really tell. I'm not sure if the camera panned straight in on Fury on the deck and would probably need to watch it again and just see when they picked it up. But it actually felt, watching it, like it was good refereeing. I mean, it felt like he could have actually just not bothered with the count. Fury looked so out. Obviously, at that point, I wasn't kind of looking at like how long it had taken him to walk over and start the count. If it was this, you know, if it was a second late or not, I don't know. But I thought 
fair play he's counting him because I actually thought any second he was just going to pull his gum shield out and wave it off. And then he got up. I still don't know how he got up. It was amazing. It is. He was out. And then I thought, like you said, it would not have been unreasonable for the referee just to go, you know, wave him off. Okay, it's off. Yeah. Tyson was 100% unconscious. And then you literally, and you hear him said it was a, a hands from, I forget the term he used, you know, God intervened. And you saw his eyes pop up and him like hop up off the ground. It was the most amazing thing I've ever seen. I'm sure. And, and he answered the question fairly. I, you know, the, the reporter who asked this question, I like to punch right in the nose. What were you thinking? You're not fucking chicken shit. You're thinking, well, I like, I like ice cream. Because <laughs> you got your brain was just smashed. You're not thinking anything. And the reason you get up in that situation is pure gut instinct. It's survival, you know. There's no there's yeah. no thought process behind it on any level. There is a thought process I'll do if I get if you're more conscious than I go, if I get back up, this guy might beat me, so guys might choose to sit on the ground. But he it was just his fighting spirit, I believe, that just popped him right up, you know. He tried to lift when he was flat on the floor, he tried to lift his head he lifted his head about an inch off the ground and then he and then he put it back on the floor as if he as if he couldn't muster the strength to lift his own head and then he kind of rolled to the side you know right. like a baby trying to get up you know and then kind of <laughs> up and uh got his hands up for perhaps for the first time in the fight because they're making you put your hands up <laughs> yeah. yeah no but i mean when they resumed the action he, he kind right. of had his hands up for a few seconds and you're just thinking, oh, my God, he's going to get ironed out. And then it was like within several seconds later, he's he's moving. He's clonked Deontay with a lovely right hand, I, I think it was. Yeah, right. With a good spot. And then he's like the hands behind the back. And he's kind of sending this message that says, you think <laughs> you, you ain't got me. I mean, that, that, it was just amazing stuff. It was great. amazing stuff. In I, the I, next year, so you have. So if these guys fight. Quickly, I don't know how quick a turnaround would be. Where's Joshua in the mix? Joshua, who's he going to fight, right? And in a year, are we going to give a shit <laughs> about Joshua in this mix? I mean, eventually it will happen, but that fight might be legitimately a year and a half to two years away. The thing is, is that um, I don't think any of us thought that this fight, Wild and Fury, was going to be so entertaining and that right. a kind of storyline would come out of it where I believe that everybody will be quite happy to see the rematch and actually will not be that bothered about whether Fury or Wilder fight Joshua. I mean, it's still a big fight and boxing fans would still love to see it, but we'll be satisfied with the rematch, particularly if it takes place in the UK, you know, in a stadium. Frank Warren was, was joking, saying it should be Arsenal and Fury was saying, come on, it should be Old Trafford, you know, their respective ah, football team. Ah. Um, right. You know, if it happens in Vegas, that that could keep us busy for for you know the first half of the year, and then maybe we'll see we get a trilogy or we see one of them to hopefully fight Joshua. But I just hope that Fury builds on this amazing, inspirational kind of momentum that he's generated for himself and this self positivity and what you know what he's done to turn his life around. And actually goes to the next level because I think he can get better defensively. He's a he's a bit of a boxing genius, really, for his for his size and everything. Offensively, I still feel like he can get a bit better, you know, because he puts his punches together beautifully. But maybe he could do it a bit more, be a bit busier with the shots. 
So he could even get better Fury, and that will be something to see. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Tom, any take on this? No. No, I think we've kind of covered it. I mean, I, I've been watching the, the press conferences and stuff like that. I think there's been a lot of mutual respect between the two guys, um, which, which is always good to see. And I didn't expect to see that, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I, I think they both expertly work the media to build the hype and the tension around a fight, which early doors didn't really seem quite as credible and in- interesting as it's become. And it's, be- it's turned into a massive fight. The fight lived up to the hype, and I think, as you guys rightly said, the one that we're probably all wanting to see is the rematch over Joshua, who can maybe wait a little bit longer. And I think Joshua's, as Watsy's talked about in on other shows, isn't in a rush to fight either of these two. I've heard recently that maybe if Usyk steps up to heavyweight, that that might be the April Wembley fight. Right. We'll, we'll see. So I think. Yeah, rematch early in the year of these two and, and then see where we go from there. I would have thought we'd have to wait a bit longer for Usyk. I mean, at least I'd hope so because I think Usyk's got a lot more chance in that fight if he has a couple of sort of settling in fights at heavyweight. I think if he goes straight in with Joshua, then um, Christ, I think that's a bridge too far. But yeah, you could be right. Who knows? You know, there's a lot of money on the table. So Or the winner of White Chisora, I guess. That'd be the, the other one for April. Right. Yeah, it could be. Could be, but let's connect again later in the month and do a bit of a roundup on the year. But that was Fury Wilder, top fight. Awesome, top fight. great show, guys. And in a couple of weeks, we'll have the recap of everything. All right, peace out. You have been listening to Primal Radio in association with Primal Gym and Primal Promotions. Primal Radio is available on all good podcast venues. To help us grow, please subscribe, like it, share it, and leave us a great review.